Canada, and this was something I was not aware of, is the only country in the G7 that doesn't have a national school food program. I know that Jerry's going to have some pointed thoughts on this coming up on the Jerry Agar show. Right now, I thought we would, well, set the table for the discussion. And if you want to weigh in, you're welcome to do so at 416-872-1010. Judith Berry is co-founder and director of government relations at the Breakfast Club of Canada and joins us now. Nice to have you back. Hey, good morning, John. Okay, so, I mean, you know, as I was saying, we're the only country in the G7. I would think that, you know, that this would be one of those programs where a lot of people would shrug their shoulders and say, why do we need a food program? Why, you know, I don't know why the other six do. So make your pitch. Why do we need a, a food program in our schools? Actually, you know what, since the pandemic and the many phases of inflation and and the rising cost of living, there's less people than ever in in Canada who think we not we 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 don't need that program. That's completely the opposite. Close to eighty percent of Canadians, uh, uh, based on a recent uh, omnibus survey that we have commissioned, are uh, disappointed that the government, uh, the federal government, hasn't uh, since uh, uh, yet invested in a national school food program. Um, so um, there is multiple very good reason why we need such a program, not only in terms of uh, learning uh, uh, capacities to uh, help the students concentrate and, 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 and strive and learn, but in terms of health outcomes. That's a great public health uh, intervention. And um, not only the other uh, G7 countries have that type of program, but most of the OCDE countries also have that program for the multiple impacts and outcomes that they can reach through it in terms of local food uh, infrastructure as well and, and socioeconomic uh, returns and development. Okay, one of our panelists on one of our roundtables this morning was almost outraged about this and insisted if you can't feed your own kids, then you're not doing the job of a parent. It's not up to school or the state to feed you and actually you know what there is a variety of reasons why uh, uh, there is a lot of children coming to school on a empty stomach uh, and I don't think as a parent of four I, I, I'm it's not rare for me that I'm always I, I'm um, 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 almost running uh, for my team to at least get a banana before they're uh, getting the bus because they want to sleep more than uh, uh, eight and take a, a, a lot of minutes before, uh, you know, during their morning. So there is a variety of reasons. Long bus drive. Uh, some children are, are are not hungry when they get when they're they get up. Uh, some are, are of course don't have access to healthy, varied food uh, uh, at home. And as we know, uh, there is a rising uh, uh, food insecurity uh, level in Canada. From 2021 to 2022, um, there is a 
27% increase in uh, children who are food insecure in Canada. And we can't let them down. And, and we can't let them, uh, the other children who are coming to school hungry down. We need to provide healthy access uh, to all those students so whenever they need it or want it, it is accessible. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Judith Berry is at the Breakfast Club of Canada, which is not the same thing, incidentally, as the charity that we're always banging the drum for, the Children's Breakfast Club, although they more or less have the same mandate.